Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Repriever, and they've just released their first single of 2021. Right now, I'm being joined by Jesse to share some more information about what Repriever's got going on and about this uh, single, which is a banger, an absolute banger. So, Jesse, welcome to the show. Hey, man, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Absolutely great to have you on. And going back to that track about being a, a banger, no joke, I was going through emails <clears throat> to check out bands that obviously I should invite onto the show. And you guys were one where I was like, definitely got to have you on. This is, this is killer stuff. And then I don't know, 20 minutes later or something, my son was with me the whole time. He goes running off to his iPad to go onto Spotify to find you guys to listen to the song. <laughs> and he comes back. He's like, daddy, what was that song called? He's like six years old. Right. So um, <laughs> sweet. He's like, what was that band called? I'm like, what? I just checked like a hundred bands. Like what, which one are you talking about? He's like, it was called Grimm. And I'm like, okay. So we look up in the email. I'm like, yeah, these guys. He's like, did you invite them on daddy? I'm like, yes, I did. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) So you have, I don't know if it's your youngest fan in the world, but uh, at least here in Canada anyway, my six-year-old son absolutely loves Grimm. So. Yeah, well, there you go. He could quite possibly be the youngest fan, in, <laughs> our youngest fan. <laughs> now, I guess maybe kind of an interesting question. How does it feel to know that somebody on the other side of the globe, their six-year-old son is like, this is this is killer material? Like, did you guys know you were writing some – maybe you did know you were writing some killer material? How does that feel? Dude, that is like – that is so cool. We, de- we wouldn't expect to be even be listened to by, you know, adults on the other side of the world. It's cool that, you know <laughs> – kids are kids are thinking we're pretty cool as well you know that's a that's an accomplishment that's got to be an accomplishment there when you're in a band i guess <laughs> yeah now this is the first single of 2021 so that's a big statement take us through that what what went into producing this track and why why this track first out of i don't know i imagine you guys wrote you know a cornucopia of songs and this was the one <laughs> that's going out first well, that's the, the song was actually written about this time last year, and we recorded it probably, oh, I think about August, September, and we really we were actually were aiming to get it out at the end of last year, but it didn't really. Not all things go to plan, as you know, as they do, and we decided to hold off on releasing it in 2020 for the bad year it was, and thought, oh, let's bring it in with 2021, and hopefully it's a better year for us and for everyone else. So it just worked out better to release it this year. Mm-hmm. Now with regard to that, how did hard drive get involved? Because from what I can see that deal happened actually like what a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. Well, we, we, I'm actually good friends with one of the guys that works in hard drive. I've actually been I've played, I've played shows with him now for about three, four years with his band as well. And he actually hit me up in probably about, middle of November and asked me, I uh, spoke to us all if we wanted to be a part of Hard Drive and we liked what they were offering. So we picked it up and yeah, we waited until January to announce it. And he suggested to wait until January, February to release the song, which, you know, we thought was a good idea going off, you know, prof- professionals of the professionals words. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the professionals speak, we should listen and, hey. um, <clears throat> I think that's what you guys did down in Australia. Now life's kind of going back to normal and everybody else here is going. So oh, yeah. 
at any point in time we want to start listening, that would be great. Yeah, we're back. To, we're back to everything normal now. It's been really great, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> I bet until the border opens and you let in people. Yeah, um, exactly. Every couple of months. <laughs> sweet. Okay, so then, did you guys write a whole bunch of tracks? Uh, we wrote. We wrote. We wrote maybe two or three, and then Grim was kind of just the smoothest writing one. I think Grim took us probably about three hours to write all up. If I'm being honest, where every other track is, you know, taking us days, weeks, months, and stuff. And Grim was just the the nicest, smoothest sounding one out of the, all the tracks that we wrote. Why was it so easy to write? I'm not. I'm not really too sure. I think it might have just been the way that. We kind of gemmed it, I guess. Like only it only was written by two out of two out of five members of the band, and when we wrote it at the time, I think it was just we were in a good headspace compared to you know writing all these other ones, and we weren't trying to write, tr- trying to write. It wasn't forced or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned two out of the five members are, are more members usually involved in writing a track. Yeah, usually we all usually we all have an input of. Uh, when it comes to writing, but I think last year was just such a, you know, the year it was. I think everyone else was just kind of focusing on other stuff, and we just thought, well, let's get these tracks written and done, and see what we, the, you know, the rest of us lot think. And we got it all, all got it all written, and that was the song that we all kind of, you know, went, oh well, this is it. This is the song. Mm-hmm. Is that why it's called Grim? Because twenty twenty was kind of grim. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think it's got. I think it's partly the reason. Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys get it um, like recorded and all that? Did you guys record it yourself? Send it off for mixing? Did you go to a studio? Uh, we went to a studio. We actually we went to the same guy that we did our our EP with in twenty eighteen, I believe, or twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. And he's a good friend of ours, and he does it all for us pretty well. So he doesn't charge us an arm and a leg to do it as well. Mm-hmm. It's always best to go where they offer discounts. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> Idle Minds was that EP. Yep. Was there something that you guys were looking to do uh, differently or did you have an intention that was maybe a little bit different from the EP? Oh, no, we, we wholeheartedly wanted to go a different direction with Grimm than from the EP. The EP was more of a technical kind of on technical kind of sounding EP, like prog metal kind of thing. And the single, we really just wanted to be, you know, heavy, straight to the point and not, you know, not mucking around as much. Is that, why is that? I don't know. I think we just, we took a lot of inspiration from a lot of heavier bands that, you know, we've seen that are just writing heavy music and, you know, they're getting noticed for it a lot better than, you know, not so much like prog bands, but I think we just prefer heavy music over technical stuff. You know, what's funny, you mentioned that, is there's a Canadian band, if I should even call it a band, it's basically just like a, a singer and her husband. Um, yeah, called Spirit Box, and oh yeah, I know Spirit Box. <laughs> yeah, they came completely blazing out of nowhere, and their biggest song. Uh, and the only reason I know this is because uh, I watched a, a series where the the producer that they work with out of L.A. Uh, was breaking down their song, and it's actually kind of like a joke to them. They were like, "Let's write a really stupid heavy song." No, it's not heavy enough yet, and they just keep like jokingly talking about how <laughs> heavy the song is. And like that's the one holy roller. That's the one. Yeah, that, holy roller. Yeah, like, you know it's on Sirius XM radio. It's exploded. So I just I that that's the connection in my head I made when you mentioned that. 
they're actually massive over here. Like everyone loves Spirit Box. You go to any anywhere and speak to anyone about Spirit Box, and everyone loves them over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're from where is it? Vancouver or Vancouver Island? One of the two. Uh, yep. So it's, that's just kind of funny, you know. They're like down. Oh, the, wow. They're down. They're down the street from me. So that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now. That takes me into my next question, which is a big honking question, Jesse. It's what's next? So are we expecting more like Grimm? Are we expecting singles? Are we expecting videos? What's coming up next for Repriever? Uh, we're actually about 60%, maybe 75% done in writing, currently writing a three-track release for maybe about mid-May, June release. Um, and the direction of it is basically just going to be Grimm heavy point get the word out there you know like spread out aim around a little bit more if we can and then we plan on doing an ep at the end another ep at the end of the year maybe an album does we don't really know yet depending on how we're feeling yeah and what hard drive want us to do i guess Mm -hmm. okay so basically grim is working for you guys oh yeah we we picked up a lot of traction with grim thankfully it mm-hmm. paid off really for us. Yeah, it did definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of brings up so many interesting questions because um, one of the smartest things you can do as a band is to take feedback as to what's giving you traction and giving more of that to the world. But one of the things that I that secretly I think a lot of people hate, or maybe not so secretly, they hate it is when when bands do that. So how do you feel about about <laughs> kind of a silly question? But how do you feel about being smart? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I think I don't know. I think it works well if you if you listen and you know the what the what if you listen to exactly what people are telling you and if, you know if it's paying you off right then you may as well follow it and uh, Grimm's basically exactly doing that for us so with we've we're thinking well why get, why stop here and keep going with it yeah now I get to ask this question because in Australia you guys. We're smart. Going back to the whole smart thing, and you guys get to go. <laughs> you guys get to go back to normal life. Um, what's the plan then? Are you, you guys able to tour uh, Australia, or are there still some kind of restrictions? How is the the whole thing yeah, going to work? We actually we were still allowed shows. Shows were allowed to go ahead from January because we had another outbreak uh, just after Christmas, but we've got that restrict they got that all out of the way now and shows are actually back to normal as of this week you can now stand up at shows you're allowed mosh pits you can tour and everything there's actually tours already happening starting this week so shows are all back to normal but who knows for how long could be another outbreak next week for all we know (laughs) it'll be a mosh pit at a show not reprieve of course yeah Yeah, uh, no, Christmas was definitely one of those things where it's like everybody's going to break the rules because it's Christmas and they're going to screw the whole thing up. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's it like, though, being in the position that you guys are in where, like, for the most part, it's behind you, you're done and you're over with it, and the rest of the world is still farting around? Oh, I think, I think we're, um, I think we all kind of like, you know, the low key know that it's going to come back in, you know, hot, either a bigger, either a bigger way or just a small way. But I think we're all kind of, you know, glad that restrictions are lifted and life's kind of getting back to normal now. And yeah, I think, I, you know, I'd like to see the music, the music scene over here just get bigger and better back to where it was because music really died over here when coronavirus hit. There was nothing for that 
six, seven months period of time when it was just a big thing. Like you couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're obviously I'm not in Australia, so I, I don't know is this, <laughs> the style that you guys are doing, especially since spirit box is really big. Is that, yeah. is that like the scene in Australia? Oh no, the scene is nothing like what we're like we're done. The only band over here that's basically doing what we've done is Alpha Wolf or Void of Vision or bands like that. The scene over here is mainly prog metal, like I mentioned, or metal like metalcore, like Polaris or you know Parkway Drive kind of stuff, North Lane stuff like that. Where I'd I'd, I'd like to think that we're unique, but you know, there's always been other bands out there doing it better than every <laughs> doing it better. <laughs> yeah. Alpha Wolf, I believe I've had them on. Are they the guy with the uh, the mask before masks were cool? Yeah, he the guitarist wears the mask over his face. Yeah, he did that ages before <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember chatting with him about that. I'm like, you're like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, they were uh, they were in London for a tour. Like, oh my god, what, two or three years ago now. So yeah, they yeah they, they were um what was it three days into their first American tour when coronavirus hit and they had to pack up and come home, which sucks for them. Like that's a big defeat right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We chatted about that and it was, it was kind of silly. Speaking of silly questions, is that in, in the, I don't know what I'm looking for. Do you guys plan on doing some global touring? Is that in the budget? Oh, hundred percent. We'd love to. It's not in the budget just yet. We'd like to get a little bit more traction first, but global touring is definitely, we would like to be doing that within the next year or two, if if possible, if, you know, the world opens up. Okay. If the world – I don't know if I want the world to open up. Uh, <laughs> I kind of I like it being all by myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I've, got, I've gotten used to not leaving the house. It's quite nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we chatted about Grim. We chatted about recording Grim. We chatted about uh, – you guys are 60% complete on a three-track EP set to be released probably around like May-ish time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it sounds like there's uh, a fervent of more activity coming. Uh, I don't recall if I asked about videos. Are there any music videos coming? We have. We were we're planning on doing maybe one or two for the three track. Um, we've got a drum playthrough video coming up for Grimm in the next two weeks that we filmed uh, about a week ago. We were supposed to do a music video, but coronavirus cancelled that for us for Grimm. And yeah. Mm. Um, when it came to doing a playthrough, yep. why the drums, I guess is my question. And what was that like doing a playthrough? We decided to go with drums cause it was, it's the only really technical part of the song. Instruments are three notes, vocals, vocals didn't want to really do one. We wanted the vocalist to do one, but he, he didn't really feel like doing one. Yeah. Um, the drum playthrough went really smoothly. I think our, our guitarist is actually our filmographer. He does all of our videos and stuff, and he filmed all of it in about three hours with our drummer in a, stu- in a studio about half an hour from my house, mm-hmm. and, it's re- and it's coming out really well. Cool. Very cool. All right. Boom. Is there anything that I didn't bring up that you wanted to chat about, Jesse? Um, no, not too sure. I'm pretty sure I cover- you covered everything then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first single of 2021. We got more stuff coming down the pipeline. We got a drum playthrough video that's coming up. Um, yep. Yeah. I actually last person I chatted with said it's been a rainy summer. Is it still a rainy summer? We're in autumn now, and it's been nothing but uh, sunshine since 
uh, since the start of autumn, so we haven't had any rain in about a week now. Okay. I bet that feels good. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah, we're starting to go into – well, I'm in Canada, so we don't really get spring. We kind of get uh, – we go from winter to all of a sudden like – Oh, did that happen? Where snow's gone? <laughs> we yeah, first week of autumn now, and I'm glad because it's starting to bring in the cold weather. I prefer the cold over the hot. So <laughs> cool, but Australian summer is really hot. <laughs> yeah, I hear. <laughs> okay, well, that answers all of my questions. So unless there's anything else, Jesse, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Oh no! Thank you for having me. It's been an, it's been a pleasure. I've loved it. It's the first one of these I've ever done. So thank you. 